Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Ball. This segment is brought to you by my company, Bull Realty. For customized asset and occupancy solutions, visit bullrealty.com. Well, today we're talking about multifamily. I have a special guest for you. It's Terry Danner. He is CEO of SitePlan, and uh, they do soft. They have software tools for for on-site teams for the multifamily world. And it's interesting because Terry has a long history uh, in the proper uh, the apartment property management world. So a ton of experience as actually a hands-on uh, management uh, uh, person. And also they have a he has a cool mini series going on that's called Back to Work. And uh, uh, and they've done some really cool episodes, and we'll give you a link to that. Terry, thanks for joining us, sir. Uh, you're welcome. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, Terry, uh, tell us about uh, this mini series that uh, you have going on, and the name of it, and and kind of what's what's the goal there? Yeah, well, it's called the Back to Work series. Um, we started this when uh, uh, really this pandemic hit, and you realize that there are no more conferences. Uh, you know, a lot of the educational programs that are out there, everything kind of turned online. And what we wanted to do was try to connect uh, the industry professionals with what's actually going on out there in the field. And so we thought, what better way than heading out to a number of companies, a number of cities, featuring a number of roles and a number of the jobs that they do, and, uh, you know, bring that to, to light and let people know what's going on out there in the real world, as most of us are kind of sitting in our you know, homes, backyards, and whatnot, trying to get some work done. Yeah. And these are uh, video uh, episodes, right? And, and how many are you doing and how often? Yeah, so it's a 15-part series. We release one a week. Um, started in early August, was meant to end with uh, Apartmentalize when it was uh, scheduled for uh, mid-November. Uh, so one series a week of the 15, and each featuring, as I said, a different topic. Um, and so far, it's been great. We filmed 12 of the episodes so far. Um, we're releasing them, and we've got probably six or seven left to, left to go. Great. And uh, I want to ask you uh, about some of the things you've learned uh, doing some of these episodes, because, you know, you've been in the apartment business for, for a long time, you know, and I've been in commercial real estate and, 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 and sold a lot of apartments on my day. But I've learned from doing this show every week for 10 years now that I really learn a lot from from the interviews and from that process. So has that been a, kind of an eye opener for you as well? If you got into this series and you research it and you interview and you and you visit these properties and people, have you kind of picked up some more uh, tips yourself? Well, it's been interesting. I mean, you know, obviously you mentioned about uh, my prior career in property management. I'm, I've worked 27 years in the industry. So. I'm used to what's going on under normal circumstances within multifamily, but obviously these are not normal circumstances. So, you know, the enlightenment here has really been about the different environment and, and how folks are having to react. Um, it's interesting at the, um, at the site level, uh, you think about their environment today. I mean, you've got residents who now no longer can use amenities, right? There's some of them are struggling to pay rent. Um, if they have work orders, um, you know, that need to get done, well, they can't be done unless they're urgent because people aren't willing to enter their apartment to do the work or really it's not safe for them to go in and do the work. So a different environment for the residents as well. And then you think about it on the uh, on the team members side, um, you know, they've got to not only sanitize um, communities to keep them safe, they have to lease and keep them full, um, which is difficult in this environment because people aren't out searching. So you get into kind of virtual shows 
Um, and you're choosing a home is not something that's easily done, you know, entirely over the web, but we're having to go that way nowadays. Um, and then you have the, uh, the, the flip side of kind of the residents that are there that aren't getting to use the amenities, that aren't getting the service, that have paid their rent. Um, and all of those discussions that occur behind the scenes between the on-site staff um, and uh, those residents about, well, what am I actually paying for, right? And why should I, why should I be here? So those are the struggles that are out there existing today. And uh, the Back to Work series is really designed to explore those in its fullest um, and just make everyone aware of what's going on, not just, um, and not just uh, the, uh, um, you know, team members working across the country, but, you know, everyone in the corporate office, right? It's, it's an environment that they don't necessarily understand either today. They may know property management, but they don't know really what's going on in this environment. Yeah, it's certainly a very uh, interesting environment. That's probably not the best word for it. Um, uh, hey, but listeners out there, we'll have a link uh, to the series uh, at our website, seriesshow.com. Uh, um, but if you're not driving down the road or something, um, the, the website is SitePlan, S-I-G-H-T, SitePlan.com, um, and you can check it out there. And what I wanted to do... Um, Terry is, you know, with your experience and, and uh, in the industry and then going through this and, and doing this series, I wanted to ask you um, for a kind of a tip or strategy that you learned from some of these episodes. And you've you've uh, you're doing one on marketing. You've done one on resident experience, which, you know, you just mentioned is is, is quite different now. Uh, virtual lease, which I think is really interesting and, and sanita sanitization, right? So you may, had mentioned virtual leasing. So when you kind of went through that episode um, and, and looked at what, what people are doing and best practices, what came away as a, as a great tip or strategy or something people might not uh, realize? Well, it's interesting. I mean, you know, when you think about showing an apartment, I mean, it's really featuring um, not just uh, the apartment itself, but all of the amenities. But, uh, you know, to do feature benefit selling, sometimes when you're in with somebody and you're just having a conversation, you almost forget some of the uh, fundamentals of, of the actual show. Um, and one thing that I've seen with the virtual leasing is uh, you pretty much try to stay to a script, right? There is this um, need determination, which is a part of any sale, right? So you can have this pre-call with the prospect, learn what they're interested in. You can actually take the time then to tailor the conversation. So it actually becomes a much more orchestrated process um, than just a, hey, I showed up at your front door. Let's go look at a unit and see what it's like. Um, so team members have actually, I think, done a better job of explaining the fundamentals of the units themselves, the amenities, the services that they normally provide. Um, so overall, I would say the interaction is actually a more positive experience than what we saw pre-pandemic. And are most of these virtual tours um, create, are they doing like a live video tour as they do them? Yeah, so uh, what they do generally is they'll take an iPad, right? And do a, a FaceTime call. Um, which I thought was extremely creative, right? I mean, and so I can walk somebody through, um, you know, the actual apartment themselves, certainly showing them and all of the amenities, showing them the things that, you know, we want to make sure we point out at our specific community. Um, but it also gives you the flexibility to focus on some of the things that they want to focus on, right? They may want to say, well, hey, uh, let me see that. Is, that. is that a gas or is it an electric stove, right? And they can focus in on that. You know, and if they talk about, uh, you know, their, their lifestyle, 
of, you know, hey, we like to entertain. Um, so, you know, where can we, uh, you know, where can we sit our guests? How do we do this? How does it flow? And you can show things like, you know, not only the kitchen and the dining areas, but the back deck and talk about the experience. So um, it seems to me um, in doing some of the virtual tours that I saw that the leasing consultants are much more focused on the needs of the resident as opposed to trying to think about what their planned show typically is and just repeating that over and over again. Interesting. Yeah. You know, when you talk to some of these phone calls to some of these companies and they tell you before the call that, you know, it's going to be recorded to, to provide you better service, are some of these virtual tours being recorded so um, we can kind of judge how people are doing? You know, I have not seen them uh, being recorded, um, but that's another good idea, right? I mean, certainly, uh, you know, analyzing the work that the leasing consultants are doing um, is something that's done in normal times, um, probably should be done here. I mean, you know, you're really touching on an area that uh, I think in this pandemic, one of the things that's uh, been a benefit, if you can put the words benefit and pandemic in, together uh, in the same sentence, is that, uh, you know, we've learned to do things differently. We've brought in technology and uh, at times, maybe we were reticent to kind of try new things, but it seems like today, once people try it because they're forced to try it, um, there are some lasting things I think that are going to come out of this experience that we've had. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of the more important things, I guess, uh, as a broker, I look at, you know, property performance and, and net operating income to, to think about value. And, and when I see a, a property that I'm, that I'm selling or going to sell, um, I really look really hard at, at how the leasing is going and how they're doing it. And oftentimes I'm, disappointed in you know the way leasing's uh, being done and of course i guess if you're you're the buyer or, or new management company it can do it better uh that means there's an opportunity you, you mentioned um re resident experience uh in, in our opening here and then you did an episode of resident experience and i and i laugh because uh, you kind of mentioned resident experience right now it's kind of terrible <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what, what what what'd you learn from uh I guess it, I guess it depends on how much you like your individual apartment because you're spending so much more time there. But yeah. we actually did just film the resident experience episode yesterday uh, here in San Francisco, and it, it was interesting because um, you know with everyone at home, um, there is an opportunity I, I guess to meet more individuals face to face because they're coming in and out of the building all of the time. Uh, what I noticed yesterday was um, a lot more. Uh, Uber Eats, right, or food delivery. Um, you know, that's almost a constant stream of people coming into the apartment community. You've got packages like crazy. Um, you know, everybody's doing online shopping now. They're not going out to stores to do anything. So the package load is tremendous. So the ability to actually deliver those um, packages directly to the apartment homes, um, you know, ring the doorbell. Um, and actually the residents, when they come out, it's a chance to kind of interact if only briefly. Um, that's an experience that, you know, has been somewhat limited in this whole pandemic. The other thing about uh, the community itself is, is I got a sense um, of the profile of the community. So when we talk about virtual leasing or leasing in general, if somebody's there and they want to actually see what the profile of, his, of the community is, you know, nowadays you can just go sit in the lobby because of the constant stream of residents that are coming down either to get their food deliveries, to, uh, you know, maybe pick up packages that they knew just arrived. 
um, you know, they're home all the time. So I think the pets are the biggest benefits because they're getting walked by their owners as opposed to the uh, pet walkers now. But that's a constant stream of people kind of moving in and out of the building. And I saw a lot of interaction between residents. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that could be a positive in the long run when we come out of this, that residents are actually, despite the fact that they don't really want to interact with one another, they're seeing each other, they're briefly communicating with one another. Um, we'll see how that goes. Wow, that's interesting to, to hear, and, I, and uh, it makes sense because more people are there. But it, it, as you mentioned, it, it also is odd because, you know, sometimes you, you walk down the street today and people avoid you like you got poop in your pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I do certainly see that. I mean, well, people run the gamut, right? We know that. There are people that go from the paranoid to, oh, this is just a passing fancy. Um and so the staff is having to react to that as well, right? I mean, there are different expectation ranges from the residents over this whole thing and how the staff should interact with them, right? To tell a resident, you know, oh, we're only doing urgent work requests, you know, when somebody is sitting there saying, well, I don't understand. Why can't you just come in and do it? You know, my toilet's leaking a little bit, you know, come in and fix that. No, I'm sorry, we can't do that. So there's this prioritization going on behind the scenes as well. I mean, work is piling up um, at a lot of communities. Um, and so those are some of the tools that we're hopefully out there when we get post pandemic and teams are having to go back and, and do a lot of the things that have been deferred at this point, um, you know, we're going to have to focus on. All right. And you did a show on sanitization. Uh, what was the, the biggest thing you, you learned from that one? So one of the uh, that was one of our earliest episodes. Obviously, we wanted to focus on that, uh, you know, as early as we could in the pandemic. Um, you know, and with the, the residents, uh, you know, some of them being extremely nervous about, um, you know, catching uh, COVID-19, it was how are communities actually keeping their properties safe? We don't even like to use the word safe in multifamily. Um, you know, so we wanted to uh, get the message out about some of the practices that some of the groups were using to keep their properties sanitized. And we've tried to interject that through a number of episodes um, as we've gone, because Trends are changing, things are, people are doing things different. Um, you know, part of the Back to Work series, uh, you know, and we involved Grace Hill and HD Supply as well. Um, Grace Hill is, is a big uh, training organization in one of the in, in policies and procedures. And one of the things that we're trying to do in this series is just communicate across the entire industry what folks are doing, right? How am I doing it at my community? You know, let me know how you're doing it at your community. And hopefully it's sparking some of that conversation. But in the sanitization, what was amazing to me, um, you know, we read all the stuff about the airlines and what they're doing, in, you know, in between flights and whatnot. I mean, communities are um, really stepping up their housekeeping, um, you know, multiple times a day in all common areas. Um, it's just, uh, you, you know, I, I don't want to say overkill because um, I don't know that there is possible that possibility to have overkill. But you think of all the little things that maybe some are forgetting, right? Elevator buttons and you know the fitness equipment, pool furniture. Um, there's just a, a lot of those little things, and if we can get the message out about um, you know all of those things that communities are touching, so that everybody touches them, maybe that just keeps everyone safer. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. And you've got a show that you're uh, doing soon on um, marketing. And I think uh, that's important to everyone. Uh, what might we glean out of that, that episode? <laughs> well, marketing, it, it kind of ties in really with the resident experience. I mean, marketing today is for the most part about keeping the residents that you've got, right? Keeping those channels of communication 
open. So it's not about just what's going on at the community, but letting everybody know, keeping them informed. How are things changing? Um, you know, obviously across the industry, I mean, you know, you're in the multifamily industry. I mean, occupancies are dropping for the most part. Um, you know, leasing has been good, uh, you know, as we mentioned, kind of on the virtual leasing side. I think that's been very positive, and I think people are finding that that is a good way to lease apartments. Um, but a lot of the marketing really is focused on resident retention and communication at this point. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So you keep the ones you have and, uh, and also maybe, you know, they refer some friends. Well, and that's not, you know, that's not easy. You also need to keep them paying. <laughs> yeah, keep the paying ones at least. Right. Um, and then you, you mentioned uh, uh, some people are uncomfortable in, in the apartment community and thinking in real estate in general, using the word uh, safe. Um, and uh, one of the shows that, that we did with a real expert uh, on um uh, interior spaces being healthy really want said we should refer to it of reducing risk um, that you know we're, we're not making it safe because we can't guarantee anything safe ever anytime right we're really just reducing risk right that's right well what would you leave our uh, audience with Terry to think about uh, kind of moving forward uh, where we are as we tape this we're you know what mid-october here of 2020 we're still still dealing with covid apartment industry still dealing with a lot uh what would you leave our audience with you know i would leave it with uh take the learning experiences out of this and figure out what's going to work for you moving forward um, the multifamily industry has always been relatively slow compared to some of the other industries about uh you know adopting change adopting technology um, and i think in this environment we've seen that hey virtual leasing is okay Right. Um, you know, communicating, you know, more effectively and more frequently re with residents and finding ways to better do that, um, you know, should be at the top of your list of initiatives. Uh, so I, I think a lot of people have seen that, you know, some of these things work, you know, be open to change. Let's get this industry really moving forward. There's a lot more that we have yet to accomplish. And, you know, we're just one small piece of trying to make that happen. Yeah, well, well said. I think there there are a lot of good things, believe it or not, that will come out of this you know, pandemic and, you know, communication, better leasing, virtual uh, leasing. I mean, uh, you know, hey, instead of getting in your car on the transit and, and, and going where to go to see a place, just think about if there was no pandemic, being able to do that virtually. I mean, I think that's nice for the resident uh, and, and the uh, uh, community. Right. There may never be another menu produced uh, moving forward. Everything's the QR codes on your phones. <laughs> That's right. I was at a restaurant yesterday and uh, they did have uh, menu paper menus. And as soon as they walked away, they tore them in half because they're going to throw them away. <laughs> like, all right, but you're still touching the silverware and the napkins and the pen. I'm going to sign. I don't know. Anyway, we're hey, doing baby steps. That's all we can do is baby steps. We're doing what we can. All right. Terry, thanks for joining us. Good information. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Michael. Hey, and do uh, check out uh, this mini series. It, it's pretty cool. You can catch it at, at siteplan.com. Um, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for sharing the show. We appreciate it. Uh, connecting with us. Hey, let us know what you think about uh, these strategies. Uh, leave it in the comments and, and share it on social media. And until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show.
If you appreciate the show, think about the opportunity to do business or refer business to our sponsors. Bull Realty. For customized asset and occupancy solutions, visit bullrealty.com. Commercial Agent Success Strategies. For incredible commercial agent training, visit commercialagentsuccess.com. Vista Property Reports. Use smartphone location technology for commercial real estate due diligence. Visit vistapropertyreport.com slash CRE show. Core.green. Use ION technology to create a safer environment for your real estate. Visit core.green. For more commercial real estate intel, forecasts, and strategies, visit CREshow.com.